Robert Seal. Welcome back to Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer. How the heck are you this morning? Hope you're doing fantastically. Thanks for joining us for the program. This is where we discuss what is happening, what is going on out there in the world. A lot of stuff. Can you believe it? I know. It's crazy. Jump on in here. Get involved. 918-756-3646 are the brew line numbers. 918-756-3646. Thank you. Thank you. Give on in anyway. Uh, text or call. One number. We'll do it all for you here at the brew. And we'd love to hear what you, you have to think about what's we're talking about so anyway jump on in there good morning david even your good mornings are fantastic i hope you're doing well sir glad to have you with us for the program today again text or call one number does it all we'd love to hear from you we do podcast this program it's out there on all the podcast places or at least a couple of them okay it's called brewers briefing if you uh if you want to look it up on the podcast places okay all right there's Faye Roy. good morning old man morning old man that's what he said to me what does that make you, buddy? Super old. Anyway, let's take a look at the weather forecast, see what we got going on. 38 degrees at Oak Mulgee Municipal Airport right now. And what it's going to be nice today. 64, partly sunny skies. That's just nice, don't you think? South winds 5 to 10, 45 overnight. Tomorrow, some showers coming in here. 90% chance of rain for Thursday, high 56 degrees. 80% chance of rain Thursday night, down to 40 so no white stuff. We were supposed to get a bunch of snow the other day. Uh, not much. Friday going to be, what, 50 degrees and cloudy. 33 overnight. The weekend, let me see. Looks pretty good. Saturday, 60 degrees and sunshine. Mm, Saturday, 934. Sunday, back to 60. And Monday, let's see, 59. And Tuesday, 57 degrees. I think, what, Sunday's the last day of rifle season? Is that correct? I think it is. I think it is. I think I've probably had my one chance at deer hunting this year. I don't know. It, the bow season is always going all the way to January 15th. So there's always that. It could happen. Let's see what the temperatures are around the state. 13 degrees way out in the panhandle. Ooh, that's cold right there. And it's freezing all the way out to, let me see, Bessie. She's 36. But right behind her over there is Elk City at 30 degrees. Mm, who's the hottest spot? Who we got? Who we, who we got? Is it Putnam at 33? No, there's 35 at Tipton. No, there's a 40 over here in the eastern part of the state. 43 at Eufaula. Okay, this is, we're playing a little game here. Cookson at 47. You win. All right, nobody cares. All right, let's see who else we got in here on the on the, on the old uh, text line. Happy hump day, says JP. Hi, buddy. How are you? And then I got a good morning, Brooks. Thank you for that. Appreciate that so much. You guys are awesome like that. Fantabulous. All right. So so what else we got? Well, today's what? Wednesday? Middle of the week? Pressing through. Beautiful weather. It's all good. What's happening in news today? What is going on out there? Did you see this deal right here? I just came across this this morning. <laughs> It's uh, symbolic of the Biden presidency. You may have heard about this. You may not have. The national Christmas tree topples over, perfectly summing up Joe Biden's presidency. That's right. Strong winds have toppled the White House's Christmas tree yesterday. That's right. 40-foot towering Norway spruce. Fell over. That's right. 
Conservative commentators quickly pointed out they considered the irony of the situation as the national tree falls down. <laughs> it's kind of funny whenever there's a picture of it right there. I think it's huge, man. Gee, many Christmas. I didn't even you see. I didn't even see the pun in that. No pun intended. I just you didn't even see what I just did right there, and I didn't even mean to. Anyway, funny stuff. And there it is, the gigantic thing. It's that. Mm-hmm. It is kind of ironic, don't you think? I mean, it is apropos for the presidency that they want to prop up again. They, they, I mean, isn't it interesting? They're going to try to go for another four years with this guy, the Democrats. <laughs> It's weird. Politics to me is just, it gets weirder all the time in, in America. We've got, you got Trump who's fighting all these court battles over here. And you know, he's Trump is Trump. Trump's Trump is whatever Trump is. And then you got Biden on the other side of the, of the team over there. <laughs> Trying to just keep his diaper clean. I mean, it's, it's a weird deal. That's, that's the two top dudes, man. And then everybody else kind of trailing and trying to climb the ladder to get up there. That is that you have to admit that's some weird stuff. That that's the best we got. <laughs> anyway, weird stuff. Anyway, what else we got happening? So the tree fell over, and that's news. So I'll put that back out today. What else we got happening? Do I have anything else? Let me see. We got other stuff. You may have seen this. This is this is getting bigger news all the time. I've been watching this deal every day. It gets a little bit bigger. So there was a Kansas City Chief game uh, here recently. I don't know. Last maybe over the weekend. Whatever it was, you guys know, I don't watch football. I don't watch TV. I'm out, of, I'm, out of the, I'm out of the loop. Whatever it was, the Chiefs played somebody. That doesn't matter. That's not the point of the, the thing. And it was a little kid down in the bleachers. And that gum near him, he's on the front row, I think. He's like right down there on the front row. And this kid looks like to be, he's probably about 10 years old, maybe. Something like that. And he's wearing uh, a, a uh, Indian headdress, like a chief, you know, whatever. I guess. And uh, then he half of his face is painted black and the other half is painted red. Okay. Well, there was a newspaper, some liberal leftist, stupid newspaper called Deadspin. And they, as they do, and this is where propaganda is out there so much all the time. And they took a picture of this guy, just the little kid, where just the side of his face that had the black part on the face. And they wrote an article that the NFL needs to investigate this kid for wearing blackface. All right. Because it was because it was just half, they just showed half of his face. And that's what disgusting media people do. And so obviously this has got it's getting a ton of pushback. And so, I mean, here's a little kid. I mean, he is, this, this is the epitome of a, of a Chiefs fan, right? And this kid is so excited. He's at a football game. He's got the headdress on. He's got, you know, the face painted black and red. I mean, this guy's into it. He, he's totally into it. And some loser trying to win some kind of points for, you know, I guess his magazine readers, the leftist weirdos out there, goes after this kid. Well, <laughs> wrong thing to do. So it's been, it's, it's gigantic pushback. Now this kid's becoming famous. And I saw where the next game, supposedly, all the Chiefs fans are coming to the 
game all with their faces painted black and red <laughs> in support of this kid. This kid's name is Holden Armenta. They, they've found the kid and they've got the video and here he is. And he's, he's doing the, the hatchet thing, you know, the, sh the, 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 the chop, whatever they call that thing. You, you cheese fans know what I'm talking about. It is just going to get. So this guy looks like a complete idiot. And he is the guy that wrote the, the article about this poor kid. And it's, uh, it's, and it's indicative of what's happening in all media. You got to really watch it, man. And, and this is happening so much with the Israeli Hamas war. Hamas is putting out all kinds of stuff and it's not just Hamas. It's all their, their, uh, ilk. And people that are Hamas lovers that are, they're going along with all this stuff. You just, you know, you can take video and you can edit it. You can do pictures and all this editing, all these lies, all this propaganda. It's, it's a massive information war. And the world is in a, in a war with information. I mean, let's just call it what it is. It is in every, if, if you'll read the news, like all the news, not all of it, but a lot of it, it's, it's, it's all about information. And I was reading this morning. We'll just segue into this. Where, where's my other story here? Where? Oh my gosh, we got that too. She's got lots of stuff here. Where, where? Where's my? Let me get to the the all bookmarks here. So Elon Musk tweeted this out. He said, "Wow, this is wild." And so I want to. What does Elon say is wild? Well, here's Michael Schellenberger. Michael Schellenberger is I don't know what he is. He's like a journalist for sure, and he's uncovering all kinds of stuff. Him and Matt Taibbi are like independent journalists and they're undercoming all this kind of stuff. And he's got this long list of, uh, tweets here on X and they're called the CTIL files. CTIL is stands for something as you would imagine. <laughs> and I had it here somewhere. I don't know if that is important what it stands for. It stands for the, I don't know what it stands for. I'll have to ask Siri. Anyway, oh wait, but is this right here? Is this right here? I thought I saw it. Anyway, and it's all about U.S. and U.K. military contractors creating a sweeping plan for global censorship in 2018. New documents have come out, and they're they're matter of fact, they're going to testify tomorrow at a hearing in the United States before these senators or whoever's going to be and talk about all the stuff. It's the military complex in bed with the censorship industrial complex, which is a new thing. I haven't even heard about it. I was kind of hearing about this this morning. And you've got these military contractors in the U.S. over in the U.K. working together to censor information worldwide so that they can keep these wars going and keep making money and keep, you know, things jacked up it's it's incredible to think about it and it's the it's the flow of information man it's 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 the most powerful thing on the planet is the word capital w you know what i'm saying right now the word you, 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 there's there's it's so deep if you think about it what did what did what did john say in the beginning was the what that's right you guys know the word capital W in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Anyway, that's talking about Jesus. 
the word, the word, the words are powerful. And, and it's just, it comes on down, right? So our words are powerful. Your words are powerful. What you say, what you, what you confess, it's powerful. What gets out there is powerful. So it's control of information is all important to everybody. It's, it's, that's why the government, we're, we're getting all kinds of stuff, this stuff. This guy said, this is going to exceed or rival the Twitter files. Remember when the Twitter files came out a while back? And they showed that the FBI was working with Twitter before Elon Musk bought it. Remember all that? FBI and Twitter and the U.S. government against Trump. Twitter files, they called them. And then there was Facebook files. And now this is going to rival that, supposedly. We have a censure, censorship industrial complex, like this gigantic machine. Hundreds of departments in our government are, are involved in all this kind of stuff. Whistleblowers, troves of documents coming out, showing all this stuff. And this is, there's way too much in here for me to even really, you know, go into. It's just a lot, but I'm just kind of giving you a little tell you a little bit about something I can't right there. Thursday, so there's, there's going to be a hearing. Matt Taibbi and Schellenberger says right here, it's going to be uh, 9 o'clock Central Time tomorrow. The Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government will hold a hearing tomorrow on my mother's birthday. Tomorrow is mom's birthday, everybody. Okay, don't let me forget it. <laughs> Happy birthday, mother. Early. Anyway, so tomorrow is this hearing. And they're going to talk about it. Witnesses, Matt Taibbi, Twitter files, journalist and author, Michael Schellenberger, Twitter files, journalist, author and environmentalist. And Rupa Subramanya, Canada-based journalist, the Free Press, and other outlets. Anyway, they're going to be talking about all this kind of stuff at this hearing on the weaponization of federal government. Hmm. Anyway, this is a lot of stuff in here. And thank God there's there's independent journalists out there getting this stuff and whistleblowers coming forward and finding out how wicked and evil. Our, our governments are uh, that are just, it's, it's a wonder that we get along even as we do, quite frankly, with all these guys, all the stuff, it's all the stuff. And it's just, it's just so large and so, you know, swampy and, and almost insurmountable. It would seem all this stuff that's happening so much stuff. <laughs> Where do you where do you go with all this information? All this stuff, and then and then this morning on top of all that, I'm watching a video with Tucker Carlson, and uh, is it Senator Burchett from Tennessee? Is it Senator? I don't know. He's a Tennessean. He's a good old boy, and he's telling like it is. I like him a lot, and he's talking about UFOs with with Tucker. Tucker did an interview. Tucker had this whole series, not a series, a whole a whole uh, twenty minute deal. A show on on X, you know Tucker Tucker on X, whatever it's called, used to be Tucker on Twitter, and it's all talking about UFOs and how the government is lying to us about UFOs. Now I tell you, I haven't been a big believer in UFOs my whole life. I just didn't believe it. Then Tucker's, but I like Tucker and I believe Tucker, and he's coming out. He's like, we know for a fact, we know, we know, we know. We got we got whistleblowers. We have all this information. We got documents. We got all this stuff that prove that there are these these, these crafts out there. There are, there, there is even, you know, bodies. We, we got, we got evidence of all this stuff, UFOs, aliens, and the government's lying to us, covering it up, keeping it covered up. Why? You know, what, what, what's, what's the real reason? 
Anyway, it's all about lies and cover up and and government, you know, stuff and don't let the people know what's really going on up here. See, somebody texting in here, one of my listeners, perfect example of seeing what the mainstream media wants you to see. That is exactly right. They control the narrative, man. And we sit here and we just suck it up. And, and you got to be careful. I have to be careful. I try to be careful because I'm reading all this stuff. Like, well, who's the source? Are they believable? Are they, is it just, you know, how, how do you know? My son, one of my sons the other day was telling me, yeah, dad, how do you, who do you believe? We were talking about some diet. He's got some health things going on with my kids. And, and I'm like, man, son, you, you, you might want to look at this carnivore diet, and, you know, eating meat. And he's like, well, I know I've heard something about it. He said, but I went to the doctor today. The doctor was telling me about a plant-based diet that he got on and it changed his life. I'm like, I know, I know. Well, he's like, well, who do you believe? It's like, I don't know. You know? And I think for, well, not everything works for everybody. Right. So what work, this thing might work for him. It might not work for you. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, we're in a, we're in a state of affairs now because of all the fake news over the last several years. And it's been going on forever. We're just down to make more of aware of how bad the media is, how much they lie to us and how they do shift narratives just to, you know, give us what we don't supposed to know that everybody is looking for who, who to believe, who do we believe? Luckily for you, you have found Brewer's briefing <laughs> and now you get the truth spewed out to you all the time every week. Day after day. So you've come to the right place here. And and I'll, I keep trying to find the truthful stuff for you, okay? I promise you, I really do try. Anyway, how do we get off on all that? The Twitter Twitter stuff, the CTIL files, it's coming out. I'm gonna, I'd am gonna. i love to watch that hearing. Some of us have to work. You know what? Okay. And then I'll come back and I'll read. I'll try to read some stuff about it. But anyway, it's a big deal. Censorship industrial complex. The United States working with Brits to lie to the world about wars and all the stuff. It's, it's unbelievable, yet completely believable. All right, what, what, what's our time? 8.22? 8.22 is our time. Guess what we got to do? We got to play some commercials somewhere in here. Just kind of pay a couple of bills. You guys buy some stuff from these people, would you? So we can keep this radio show on the air. We'll be right back. 824 is our time. Just doing the Brewers Briefing show. Glad to have you with us forward here. You want to get involved, you can. 918-756-3646. Text your call. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. What else we got up in here? We got... We got a news. We got news. We got this... Uh, I don't know if you knew, you knew, but we have this illegal immigration problem. People pouring into our southern border. You knew about that. I knew you knew about that. Well, they've done a study to see how much this is costing you and I. How much does it cost to help take care of these people coming into the country? I mean, they have to be given things. Cell phones. It's a must. You know how it is. You can't go without your cell phone. Neither can these illegals. I mean, they're human beings. They need free cell phones. You got to give them a cell phone, give them some food. And of course, we got to put them in our schools, got to educate them and our hospitals. And then we got to house them and we got to feed them. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. Anyway, they've, de they've decided 
how much it costs. Let's see if we can get this interview to play without screwing everything up. Stuart, we have new numbers, a new report from the U.S. House Committee on Homeland Security Majority. They say the price tag per year is $451 billion. That is both for the housing and care of the asylum seekers as well as those known Godaways. So they're now not illegals, they're asylum seekers. Every single one of them, all millions of them, are asylum seekers. They're not illegals, break it in. They're just trying to find an asylum. $451 billion. You know, we were talking with Congressman Burkeen yesterday. He's trying to, to, to bring in line the fiscal responsibility of our government and have people quit spending so much money. Here you go. Here's 450 bill. Congressman, maybe we could, if we just could shut, shut the door down there, put up a gate, you know, something. I don't know. National Guard, gate, wall, fence, something. There's, it's costing us $450 billion a year. Remember when Trump asked for $5 billion? Seems like I remember. If I could just get $5 bill from you people. $5 billion. I'll, I'll finish the wall. We'll build the wall. No, we don't have $5 billion. You remember that? And and didn't we control all the the whole government? Didn't we, didn't we have the Republicans everywhere back in the day and we couldn't get that done? The Lindsey Grahams? Oh, and that, and now we find out it's costing four hundred and fifty billion a year. Four hundred and fifty two years, that's a trillion dollars. Two years. Am I doing the math right? Pretty close, right? A thousand billion? Or is it a million billion? I don't know. It's confusing. I went to a small school. Four hundred and fifty one billion dollars. And and they just keep coming. They just you see them on trains, planes, automobiles. They're coming in, man. They're walking. They're hiking. They're doing all the stuff. It's a dadgum invasion. Unbelievable. Well, Tony has finally joined the program, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, Brewer. I'm late. Need to tighten up my game. Yes, you do. You've missed half the show. You're gonna have to go back and get the podcast, Tony. Anyway, welcome to the program. Welcome. Um, okay. All right. I don't know what that is. So just keep moving. Keep moving. What else we got happening in the world? Of news? I don't know. Let me see. What is this? Oh, that was the that was yesterday's the cheapest Thanksgiving. <laughs> Fourth cheapest Thanksgiving in history. So we have a we have a homeless problem in, in uh California. And except for when the Chinese come to town and they clean it all up. San Francisco was clean as a whistle. Homeless were gone. Now they're back. And Governor Newsom has announced $300 million in grants to address the homelessness situation in California. Half of the money will go to cities and counties to fund their programs. And the other half will go to Caltrans headquarters to help clean up encampments. This hope is that we will get 10,000 homeless off the street or persons that are, what do they call them now? Uh, uh, <laughs> unhoused persons, something, I don't know. Anyway, I was, I, was, I was listening to this. And so Chef Andrew Gruel has a restaurant, and I believe he's in California. 
And he's a smart young man, and you should follow this guy if you're on X, Chef Andrew Gruel. He's got fantastic recipes and stuff, and he's just all around good guy. He's coming at this with some ideas I thought were, were worthy of a mention. He says, throwing blind money at this didn't work the last time, so what's different? First, enforce the laws and get everyone off the street. So we already have laws on the books. Let's just go ahead and enforce what we got. That'd be a start. Second, build mandatory rehab facilities which have A, work centers, counseling, mental health experts, medically supervised detoxification, workout facilities, reasonable living. If people won't go, they face the legal consequences of breaking the law. It needs to be a public and private partnership. Otherwise, government will invariably fail with zero consequences. That's what happens with government programs. It's an investment in people. Every dollar of this program should be publicly tracked. California is notorious for wasting money on feasibility, analysis, and cronyism. This should not be overseen by the same crooked character. So, so you get the government, you get the you get the governor doing the same thing they've always done. Just throw the money at the counties and the cities and give them the you know, government, 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 and and it's like that that never works. And I thought the guy's information was good. Uh, his suggestions I thought were were great. You know, mandatory rehab facilities. I mean, these people need rehabbing, right? Rehabilitation. And that's the problem with our system in our jails right now. We have no rehab going on. There's no counseling going on. We have the high recidivism rates because they're not being counseled. They're not being rehabilitated. We need mental health experts. We need counselors. We need preachers and teachers. And we need education in our facilities. Uh, trust me. I'm mentally aware of these situations in these, in these prisons. And, and some people in prisons want to do better. They want to be better. They don't want to go back. And that's great. But they need something to help them think, how did you get here? What, what, were the, what was the processes in your life that led you to this place? What, why did you make the decisions that you made that ended you here? And, and it takes some time sometimes. you got to get up into the brain, into the heart, into the spirit, counseling, help, mental work. And then, you know, you just got the basic education stuff. I'm telling you, you'd be surprised at how little access some of these prisoners have to uh, education. If they want to educate themselves, they, they can't. There's, there's nothing. There's Some prisons, you can't even get to the... The bookstore, there's no library. If it is, it's on that side of the prison, and you can not you can request a book if they have it. I sent a book to a prisoner. It was a manual. The, 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 the guy wanted to learn uh, about a machine. And, and so we, we found a manual, and, and it was a big old thick sucker. It cost $100 for this manual. It was a big, thick manual. And we sent it to the prison. The prison's like, oh, no, you can't win up. Mm, this is hardback. You can't have hardback in the prison. And so the prisoner's like, well, that's fine. Just cut the front and the back cover off and just give me the pages. Now, and so he requested, well, if, you, if you're not going to do that, well, then just send the book back so that they can get their money back. And the prison never did, and, and we just lost 100 bucks on the deal. And it's, it's like, it's frustrating. You know, not so much about the money, but just about the situation. Like, here's a guy who wants to learn something. Instead of just sit and kill time all day long, every single day. And it's, it's just frustrating. Our systems are like that. It's just, 
government run, you know, nobody cares, no, no mental health, no counseling. I mean, mental health is a, it's a gigantic deal. Drug abuse, mental health. That's, that's half the problem. People on the streets getting into trouble, getting into crime. Bada boom, bada boom. Anyway, here's it's same old, same old. Three hundred million dollars they're going to throw at this deal. Very limited, if anything, success is going to be. It's just the way that government programs run. Everybody knows that. Everybody know. Everybody know how it's going to go. Anyway, so what else? So I, I <laughs> yesterday we talked about Miguel Cardona. You know the guy that. Uh, Tried to quote Reagan, <laughs> but uh, failed miserably in his quote. Did you did you catch that yesterday? Were you with me yesterday when we did that? That was so funny. To, he, he, you know, Reagan, we're from the government and we're here to help. But he, he was he was thinking that that's a good thing. Like the government is here, we're here for you, and we're here to help you. No, that's not what he was saying. Bonehead. Anyways, getting a lot of traction. It was all over. Uh, the media yesterday, this guy getting pummeled. Uh, Joe Concha says, if you're wondering why the U.S. educational system is floundering, it's because here's the guy that's running it. <laughs> it's sad, really. I shouldn't be laughing. This is, it's, it's not, it, should we play it again? Let's just, let's just rewind. This is good stuff. I know it's, it's, we played this yesterday. Let's just play it again. This is, this is great stuff. Here he is, the Secretary of Education of the World or at least United States, uh, given a talk, and this is on C-SPAN here. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Um, there's, there are resources there. There's technical <laughs> assistance there, and there's a playbook that could support the work you're doing. Yes. And us as a partner in this. Because we are the government, and uh, we're here to help you. We're here to help you. We're here to help you. No, that's not what he said. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> here they are. These are people are there running the show. Running the show. That is not even close to what Reagan said. And, of course, you people know. I mean, we'll have to go back over there. It's just awesome, funny stuff right there. Unbelievable. Can you believe it? I know. It's, it's just too hard. to. It's just it's crazy. All right. So what else we got happening in the world of news? Is there anything else? Do you all have anything? I see Elon Musk is also, I didn't, I haven't got into this yet. I, I know it's out there. He retweeted this. Elon Musk is an interesting dude. I really like the guy. He went to Israel the other day. Did you see that? He toured the kibbutz where the Hamas savages came in and slaughtered a bunch of folks. And he was touring it with Bibi Netanyahu and the entourage and, and getting firsthand what, what went down over there. <clears throat> and uh, he did the same thing with the Southern border. I don't know if you remember that or not. He went down the Southern border to himself. That, that, Elon Musk, I think you go to it. He, he owns Twitter or X. He owns Tesla. I mean, big part of it. He's CEO. You know, you know, the guy, smart guy, richest man in the world. And he's, he's just, he's an interesting guy. And he went down to the Southern border. Same thing. Took some reporters, kind of trying to see what's really happening down here. It's a big news story. I want to go for myself. And so he, and now he's tweeting out about this Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Do you know about Pizzagate? Pizzagate. Now, this, this surfaced some years ago. 
I don't know that much about it. I know a little bit about it, but not very much. And this is the video I just clicked on, so that's not going to help us. Pizzagate was some alleged cover-up situation at a pizza place in some city. I don't know, some big city. And Podesta, um, John Podesta, was involved in this. John Podesta, I think his brother maybe. John Podesta was Hillary Clinton's right-hand man. I don't know what was he. Press secretary. It was something. It's like her right hand man. And it was about a sex trade, sex trafficking deal. And evidently, there's now been like a, a documentary done on this or some kind of a, a something. Liz Crokin is trying to uncover all this. And, and she's got a deal here. Pizzagate is finally going mainstream thanks to Elon Musk because he's bringing attention to this deal. So we'll have to watch the video and see what, it, what all they're saying, but it's, it's back in the news again, this whole pizza game thing, because they, you know, all the media, just the censorship military in, in not, not the censorship industrial complex got a hold of that. And they just poo pooed the whole thing. Like, Oh, this is a bunch of conspiracy theories. It's all you know, hogwash. And that's, and it just went away. And that's what they do. And so, but it's come back now. You've got independent journalists and, and you got people like Elon Musk like, well, what's really the truth here? Let's see what, what's really happening. Cool. Okay, we have a... Uh, 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 they're gone. I thought we had a caller coming in, but no. They're gone. All right, back to our previous story. Tony weighing in. She said, too many government, government leaders who think they are running a social service nonprofit without the responsibilities and outcomes that they are required or that are required by nonprofits. That's right. That's what they were, we were talking about. No accountability. They can fail with no accountability. It doesn't matter if they fail. They're getting their paycheck. But the nonprofits have all these hoops they got to jump to and, and responsibilities and requirements. And that's what you get. It's just, it's going to be the same thing. So, yes, and, and Tony knows. Tony knows. She knows things. She's smart. All, all of you listeners are knows things. I got the smartest listeners out there you guys are smarter than you give yourself some credit you guys are smart right yes right what else is happening in news what do we want to talk about the red cross did you see this i don't know how you feel about the red cross i got mixed emotions about it you think they're this great organization and i want to think that uh, and maybe they uh, you know i don't know you guys wouldn't know you're smarter than i am i went to a really small school and I didn't even pay attention at the small school that I went to. If it would have been bad enough, nothing against small schools. But I, I, did, I hated school. I hated reading. I hated math. I hated it all. I just wanted to get out and go play. And it's, it's, it's becoming obvious, isn't it? I know. The more you listen, the more you know. Red Cross, supposedly, according to this report from Israel and USA Forever, I don't know who these people are, there is a... Uh, a document here. Let me just open this up. This is, oh, that's from 1944. Here is a document. So, so what brought this up, they're in there trying to help people in, in Gaza. Evidently, I guess the Red Cross is getting in some, getting, they're over there doing something. And they put out a statement here recently that says, quote, we found no evidence of weapons or hostages being kept in hospitals in Gaza, end quote. And that's the Red Cross in 2023. 
So somebody dug this up from 1944 where it says, quote, this is from the Red Cross, okay? We found no trace of installations for exterminating civilian prisoners in Auschwitz, end quote. Now I'm like, what? And here's a copy of the letter. Here's a screenshot of it. Our delegate told us that he had not been able to discover any trace of installations for exterminating civilian prisoners. No further exterminations at Auschwitz. What? The Red Cross is, is chiming in with the with the Nazis on this deal, trying to cover this all up. And now you got to do this the same thing over in Gaza. What is going on with that? Does anybody else have any experience with all that deal? I was a little bit surprised. Of course, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like, I think they're a good group, and here they're trying to do the thing and a good. But maybe not. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if if, if you've. If you've been to a Holocaust museum anywhere, you know that, yeah, it's pretty obvious that they were exterminating civilian prisoners. And I, I tell you what, it's it's scary to me to what we see what, what's happening with this whole Israel-Gaza thing, the Hamas, the slaughter, the and then the response from people around the world, and particularly what concerns me is my own country, of course, I saw. I don't, maybe I could. I don't mind. Maybe I could play this if I can. If I still have it. Yeah. Did I not save it? There was a a meeting of the Oakland City Council. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. What's his name? What's the actor's name? Oh my gosh, my brain is gone this morning. He is the conservative actor, gray-headed dude. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> What's his name? Because he he put out the video about this, and then I'll just have to tell you what it what it is. Oakland City Council meeting, and all of these Hamas lovers have come forward in this Oakland. This is Oakland, California City Council meeting this week. Uh, taken up for the 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 murderers. I mean, one after the other, coming to the podium, American citizens, I guess they're American citizens, they're Americans, and they're just dogging Israel, how bad, you know, it just, and they, I just don't know if these people believe what they're saying. I, I think some of them do totally believe that they, that Israel committed this, their, their own, this own atrocity on themselves. Hamas is not to blame. Or if they, if they did it, they, it's okay because they're oppressed and, They've got every reason to, to do these slaughters and rapes. It's okay. I mean, it is very scary to see how Americans, uh, and of course, people all over the world, are responding to this atrocity. Is it not just appalling to you and shocking and scary all at the same time? James Wood. My gosh, Julie, how did you know that? You, that's, you shocked me there. I didn't even know you were listening for one thing. You weren't listening a while ago, and now you are listening. James Wood, that's exactly who it is. Golly, she's, see, I, I, it's Woods, I guess, with a with an S, James Woods. There it is right there. And I think he was the one that put that up. Maybe not even him. I don't even see it on his Twitter feed now. It was probably just, nah, there it is right there. All right, y'all want to hear this? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bookmark this. I'm gonna switch it over to here. I'm gonna put it right there in politics. I could have swore I did that already. And I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh this over here. And bada boom, bada bang. I'm gonna play some of this. This is this is the city council meeting right here. I hope there's not any bad words in here because I haven't I don't know where my little button is. I got it right here. I'll, I'll try to censor anything out if they say any bad words. Okay, here we go. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I now, there's a little white liberal woman. That's the people that are ruining the country. Young, white, American, liberal women. That was That was the last one right there support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. As an Arab, asking with this context to condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. So to condemn Hamas and all the slaughter and all the rapes and the beheadings and the burning babies in ovens is anti-Arab and racist to condemn that. See? See how these people are? It's unbelievable notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October Thank 7th, you, your time is up. including children, were killed by the IDF. So they're claiming now that the IDF killed their, all their own people and that it's just a, a, it's a false narrative to say that Hamas did all this. Hamas takes credit for doing it. They're celebrating in the streets of Gaza over all this. They're taking the prisoners back across the border and parading them through the streets. And everybody's cheering and handing out cookies. An amendment condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to a Thank you. Your time is up. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question. Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? There's been so if you oppose Hamas and the murder, this you're an old white supremacist. I mean, every, just one after the other. One on bada-boom, bada-boom, bada-boom. Here they are in Oakland, California. And it's, so this, this council meeting, and it's affirming Oakland's support for the congressional and worldwide calls for immediate ceasefire in Gaza. Now, isn't it interesting that we've had a ceasefire Right, right now we got a ceasefire going, and we got a, a transfer of hostages, right, and prisoners. They get prisoners, we get hostages. Now I don't know that there's only been maybe one American release that was related to some Biden appointee. The rest of the Americans are still being held, from what I understand. And so we've got this ceasefire. All these people that are parading and loving on Hamas, parading, begging, shouting. Demanding a ceasefire. Okay, we got a ceasefire. Where where are they now celebrating the ceasefire? Do you see them in the streets celebrating the ceasefire and the exchange of hostages? No. No, it's not about a ceasefire. It's not about getting the hostages. They don't give a rip about the hostages. They just want Israel to quit bombing the hell out of Gaza and destroying Hamas. That's what it's about. And, you know, they want, they want Israel to lay down their weapons. And, and the facts are this. When Israel lays down its weapons, they get murdered. And they get rockets shot into their country and they get murdered and slaughtered and stabbed. And if Hamas would lay down their weapons, then there would just be peace. That's the way it goes. 
and I, you know, I, I think most of you believe all that. Israel is what a deal. What a deal. It's so 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 weird. Anyway, it's it's alarming to me. These people, they're they're just you know, are they paid actors? I mean, who knows? Maybe these people are being paid to go to this meeting and and spout out all this stuff. I don't think all of them are being paid because you see so many. You know, I think they're just brainwashed. Our college kids, these young, these, a lot of these are young people, completely brainwashed. I mean, you see them. Uh, if you if you talk to anybody that's liberal, they're all. It's a mental disease. I mean, talk about needing some mental help. <laughs> Half the country uh, needs some mental help right there. Good night. Anyway. Anyway, all right, let's go to the phone lines. David's calling here. See if we can get him on the phones. Hang on, David. Stupid computers are being stupid. Can you hear me now? All right. All right. I got you, buddy. Talk to me. Okay. I think Israel releasing all these prisoners is the smartest thing Israel ever did. Why is that? I really do. Why is that? Because they're going to go back into Gaza. They're going to get the hostages back, and then Israel's going to blow the living crud out of them. <laughs> You know, I hadn't even thought about that, really. That, 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 you make a point. You make a point there. Yeah, let them go. Just, as long as you stay in Gaza on the north side. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to die. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, this is this is a good thing. You got to look at this as a good you thing. You know, I haven't even considered that. I haven't, I haven't even thought about that too much. Yeah, and these idiots are like, I'm free. Yeah, you're going to be in about 10 days too, free boy. Free. Yeah. And they're they're Yeah. They get out and they start, you know, shouting that Hamas needs to spill more Israeli blood and blah, blah, blah. They're all a bunch of animal savages. Well, yeah. That's a good point. The United States doing this is just kind of mind blowing to me, but that this is how the left works. You're going to go after a nine year old kid and say that he's being racist, but then stand in the streets and scream this stuff. I know, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they got mental problems. Make... They got mental problems. There is an issue there. <laughs> but uh, I didn't know. I didn't think you had thought of that yet. No, no. You're right. I was like, dude, are they really that stupid? They're going <laughs> to gonna die. So cool. Yeah. Let them go. Let them go. Give them all they want. Give them several. <laughs> Turn them all up, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Good point, David. Good point, sir. See, I told you we had the smartest listeners out there. I knew it. Uh, That would be excluding me. No, no. No, you brought a point, a very astute point today. Right. Well done, sir. But uh, anyway, uh, one thing I wanted to bring to light real quick is I called uh, our senator's office, and they want to hear from you. So if you're thinking about not, no, they're not going to listen to me or anything. Yeah, they want to hear from you. They want to hear what you are thinking so they can make decisions for you. Good. Yeah, so, I, I think so, too. I think they want to hear. And I think we people need to get yeah. involved, call them, email them, all that stuff. Yeah, let them have it. I mean, because when I call them, I'm surprised they're not knocking on my door. But no, you need to call them because they need to know what you're thinking. They yeah. really do. And yeah. Um, Second Amendment news real quick, and I'll let you go. Um, the arm brace ban for AR pistols, style kind of weapons, etc., is dead in the water. So you are allowed to have them again. Okay. 
Well, there you go. So, Good news. And suppressors are fixing to be just like buying a gun. You can go to the store, no $200 tax stamps. You got to go through the ATF and wait 300,000 days to get it. You can get it right there and walk out the door. Okay. So that's, All right. that's a good one for you. Yeah. Right. So when I go down shooting, my neighbors don't have to sit there and stare at me going, when are you going to stop? That's so, all right, then. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving. I did. Thank you so much. Did you have a good one? Oh, well, that's normal. I ate way, way too much. Yes. I got one piece of uh, that chocolate delight left. I oh, yeah. Pretty much it. Oh, yeah, that's huge. One of the biggest pains you can. I have just devoured it. So. <laughs> yeah, my favorite holiday, that's for sure, man. I love it. Oh, it's always it's always been a Jennings favorite. So. You bet you. Anyway. anyway, bro, hey, we'll talk to you later. Okay, man, talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Got a listener here. I was just looking at some of the text messages here. Somebody said, not Red Cross's job to investigate military issues. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess what what happens is if they're led into places that nobody else is led into, because you know, humanitarian, we're going to get in there. We're not going to, you know, we're not we're, we're we're neutral here. We're just trying trying to get some humanitarian aid in there. But if they're coming, you know, if they come back out and make a statement, you know, it needs to be at least accurate, and uh, yeah, not get involved. It sounds like to me they're getting involved and. I mean, you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, I guess they could have went in and they didn't see anything. Well, we didn't we didn't see anything. I don't know. We don't know. That that could be the case. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I know. What, what is eight fifty five is our time? That's that much I know. <laughs> Do I have time to get into this AI thing I was trying to talk to you about yesterday? With Jordan Peterson, it, it, this is how big this. I mean, he 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 equates this this the AI lying and propagandizing people with information that over the next however many you know the, from from here forward, AI is going to take over the world. It already is, and it will continue to to bloom at a extremely fast rate. That's not the word I was looking for. I was looking for a bigger word to impress you, but I lost it. And it's going to be lying and tweaking and, and the, the information that's going to be coming out of things like chat GPT and, and AI in general. And he is saying, I'm, I'm just give you this in conclusion. I think I'm just going to read this, this in conclusion. There is a uniting meta narrative. It exists as a sort of platonic ideal behind any corpus of stories broad enough to be truly representative of stories per se. It has structure, which was not arbitrarily constructed by an author or a group of authors. Its structure is the central adaptive pattern of mankind, the representation in dramatic imagination, and then an explicit semantic formulation of the nature of man and women as such. What he's talking about is we have structure in stories and it's happened through all of mankind and, and it's not, and, but, but AI is shifting all of this, making us think that it's something different. Now he goes on to say, we have enabled machines now who are about to take themselves, take to themselves the opportunity to rewrite the story of human history in accordance with the prevailing madness, which we see everywhere with the whole trans thing and, and men can be women and women can be men and they can be in between and blah, 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 blah. 
And he's like, these, these, these machines are going to rewrite the story in accordance with the prevailing madness, who can and will do so not only openly, as in the examples provided earlier, but invisibly and continually behind the scenes, screening from us all contrary evidence and content and providing to us only what fits the new story. This is propagandizing beyond the wildest dreams of the Nazis or the Soviets. The handing of the very stories that both encapsulate our core nature as human beings and aim us at a proper future to machines that could soon exercise a control of utterly totalitarian comprehensiveness. This is the ultimate death of God, a replacement of what is properly divine with the secular delusions of the most appalling Tower of Babel yet ever conceptualized. The consequences of allowing this to occur in our blindness, ignorance, and hubris will be a level of psychological destruction and social disintegration that we can hardly imagine. There is no difference between rewriting the story of man and the end of humanity. That's how big a deal that this guy thinks this is. This is Jordan Peterson writing this. And Jordan Peterson, one of the, one of the top thinkers of the, of the planet right now. Brilliant guy. And this was that's just his conclusion to this, uh, how many, eight-page eight uh, deal he wrote out there. I don't even know where you find it. Um, I found it probably on his uh, Twitter page. He, he's, he's, he's everywhere. You could look it up. Christ prefigured and the demons of AI. And it's an interesting, it's not, it's not a long read. It's a little eight, eight pages. And it's really interesting how he's talking about, he, he took chat GPT, told us to write this story. And then it rewrote this story with a, a woman protagonist hero. And then it went into non-binary and, and a bunch of goofiness of the, like he said, the today's prevailing madness. And this is just this machine. One of the, well, the smartest machine on the planet spewing this stuff out and twisting. And, and you see the satanic subtle twist as you read all this. It's just like Satan did in the garden. Did God really say, hmm. And you just twist with half truths and all this kind of stuff. And uh, anyway, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Pretty scary stuff too. I wish you could read. I wish I could just sit and read the whole thing to you. I wish I could. But no, we're out of time. It is nine o'clock, and I have a commercial playing over the top of me. Who played the commercial? Did I play the? I didn't play the commercial. Why is El Tap playing in the middle of my speech? I don't know. Go to El Tapatio today, though. It's the fantastic Mexican food. We're out of time. You guys have a fantastic hump day. We'll uh, gather rec, uh, back up here on Friday morning for the last edition of Brewers Breathing for the week. Have a good Wednesday. We'll see you. Unknown caller.